0: What's going on everybody? It's the GFY Podcast and today it's just me deluxe. I uh, had an extra hour and I wanted to come on here and record a little bit and just say some things that were on my mind and uh, give you guys a podcast because you haven't heard one in a while. D 20 has been really, really busy and uh, things have been picking up on Twitch and YouTube for me and the crew. So, of course, uh, that allows us not to do as many podcasts as we want to. This is the first episode of Season 3. We got more podcasts coming out. We haven't forgot about you guys. It is still COVID season. It is 2020 still, and we are still in COVID in November. It's not good. It's getting worse, and things are a bit fruity and just crazy out there. Like, we don't know what to expect. And um, before we get started, though, I want to tell everybody that uh, we really do appreciate everybody that has been coming by the streams uh youtube comments i've had tweets i've had it all i mean literally everything but pigeon has come to me and said hey where are the gfy podcast that's how i get through my day that's how i get to work that's what i do during work and i want to say to you thank you for supporting the whole experience and the the gfy podcast so thank you to all those people um, so, where do I start? There is a, a crap ton of things that I got to say. Uh, number one, I want to shout out to my uh, Twitch channel. I have received more love, um, support, and just, uh, I don't know, man, just, just the overall feeling of my stream... I feel like I'm on top of the world. I feel like things are going in the right direction. I think it's attributed to the people that I have there, the mods that I have there, the continuous people that continue to um, spend their time, their money, their love on anybody in my uh, community and me. So, number one, thank you to all those people. And I think Among Us has a lot to do with that. I want to start off by talking about Among Us and how much Among Us has basically changed and helped me with my problems on YouTube and on stream. So, if you don't know, I am much of a very loyal person. I also don't like to get outside of my comfort zone, I hate change. But in that aspect, if you don't change, you die on any platform that you're on. And so I have tried to, and it's been basically like if I'm making a a plan to things I need to work on, that was like number one or two, right? And so... Among Us has forced me to reach out to the people that I've made friends with in the last 10 years. And I would say more acquaintance than friends because I don't know all these people. They know me. I know them. And the reason I know them is because I try to do my homework on the you know surrounding community around me and what's going on and stay current with everything on YouTube, everything on Twitch. And then they have done the same. And they know me. I know them and then we've run across each other a couple times on different projects or people that I know, they know, and then we've done different things. So, anyways... So, what it's got me to do is get outside of my bubble and bring in new people and reconnect with the old. Uh, I've said this many times, like playing with my friends, uh, like Olna, Vuxy, uh, you name it. I've got to know Pete a little bit more. I've got to know Mystic a little bit more, someone we've had on this podcast. And there's a lot of people from this Among Us game that we've brought in that I want to bring on to this podcast. And that was another thing that I wanted to talk about. But um, Among Us has just got me out of my comfort zone. And I've had to go out and contact people. And it's a weird, weird world out there with all this. So if you don't know behind the scenes, I make about 90% of the lobbies that we play Among Us with, and Sidearms makes about the other 10% that that we go in. So like 9 out of 10 I make, if I can't make it, uh, I get sidearms to do it, and he makes it. So sometimes we collaborate with somebody, and they go half and half. I get five. They get five. And that's been of recent, um, but at the beginning, I was, like, digging people up from the grave that I haven't talked to in forever, Uh literally, like, six, seven, eight, nine years, Uh people that I've never played with before that I've always known and that wanted to play with. And, you know, like, people get on their different games. Like, some people play, like, single-player games. Some people play multiplayer but it's like Roblox or it's a, like um a game that I I'm just not really my thing. Um and so a lot of people get on that and then we never like merge together where we can play or there's like a four player game and you know we have our crew so we always stick to our you know four to six guys that we normally play with and then we kind of roll like that but this has got new people in and they bring in new people which is the coolest thing ever is that we're having a lot of people from other communities that are coming into my stream that knew us from COD, knew us from GTA or didn't know us at all and they're getting to know my Twitch stream and they're like falling in love. Not with necessarily me, they're falling in love with the chat. They're falling falling in love with the family. They're falling in love with what we represent as a whole channel there. And I like to say all the time that it's our channel more than I'm just a host. I hit that that I hit a button and everybody else kind of does the rest. I, I play video games, but at this point, you know you're not getting... You're getting some entertainment because we try to, you know, have a good time. We like to crack jokes, but you're not getting, like, 10 out of 10 gameplay. Except for Among Us. We're kind of good at that. I'm not saying we're the best, but I'm saying we're, we're pretty good at it. Like, we know our way around the maps. We know the BS. It's kind of in our blood. We've been doing this for, like, five years, which a lot of people don't understand, is we've been playing My Night, which is the same concepts, like, ten times over. Like, when Side says something and Speedy uses this voice and Shadow hints at this or, you know, so and so forth happens. We've had all these past experiences to draw from and bring to the forefront at uh, on Among Us. And then we played Push the Button, all the same stuff. We used all that stuff uh, from My Night. And then we have built that whole collection. And then, again, it brought it to Among Us. So we know each other more than anybody, and we're super, super close with each other. And, and Speedy, myself, and Side have been playing a lot together. And the more we play together, the more we start getting tendencies. And then you try to break those tendencies, and then you go back to tendencies. And it's just, it's just a really cool thing because of the new people that you're, you know, coming across. You come across people that I don't know how to be be honest about it, but also be nice about it. There's people that are either in two categories, there to have fun or there to win the game, okay? I like winning more than anybody in the world, but I, I found out a long time ago, probably two to three years in this thing, it's not all about winning. It's about the times and the memories that you create while you do it. So when I go into a game, do I like to win? Yes, but if I can have a good time while winning... Oh, it's, I, I'm on top of the world. That's on another level type of thing. Like That is my shit. That's what I'm doing 24-7. So when I get into a game, you know that I'm going for that third imposter play. You know that I'm going there for the lulls. I will jump a body. I will jump in a vent in front of you. And then chase you down. I will run and scream. I'll do the wiggle. I won't do any task. I'll watch you do your task. I'll stick with a person the whole game. Like I'm, I'm doing some weird stuff out there pretty much the whole time because if you don't mix it up, you get the same thing over and over and over again. And I'll be honest, you absolutely have to be crazy to want to watch someone do the same thing over and over again. And that's why I feel like a lot of the people that are the try-hard people that they can't get out of their comfort zone. They literally, and they have thousands and thousands and thousands of people watch them, but they do the same thing over and over again, and they're super serious every single game. And that's fine if that's your thing, but for me and my brain, I can't do it. I can't do the same thing over and over again and stay sane. And I think that is like the definition of crazy is like basically doing the same thing over and over again and expecting, you know, a different result out of it. So for me, it's just not me. I'm never going to do the same thing over and over again. But I do like Among Us. I I hope that they come out with some some new updates on the game new maps would be the best thing. They've come out with some different uh character uh, suits and different uh, cosmetic stuff and they've done a little couple of things like um we haven't done it yet, but if you get on and you type in your date to, you know, April Fools, then it flips the map and then they put a couple of bats and some Scott cobwebs on a couple of maps for the Halloween stuff. And that's cool and they give you certain cosmetics for that and that's cool and everything, but you got to add different layers to the game like some new task would be great and some new maps, maybe three new maps would be amazing and keeping it, you know, fresh as you could. So I'm kind of excited for that uh, if that ever comes out because I think this game can have some longevity as long as you get the people that are the right kind of people because if you I haven't got into a lobby yet where everyone is just trying so hard yet, which I don't think I would ever be invited to one of those because of the character that I have created in Among Us uh, is not that character. So, if you're going to try to play a, a try-hard game, it's not it. That is definitely not it at all. Um, so, of course, I'm going to be the guy that, that's the jokester that's going to screw up the game or be the third imposter. And you can't have too many of those people in the lobby. Either you need you know one or two. You never need more than that uh, as well. So, I always try to make the lobbies and get these people together. And... You know, sometimes you reach out to people and they're super prompt. Uh, and then sometimes you reach out to people and they never get back to you. Um, it's a mess. It's just a mess when you try to get these lobbies together. And I love it. That's a fun part of it is getting to people, getting these different types of people together. But what's weird about this whole process is I get these lobbies together on an almost nightly basis. No one ever hits me up to play. I hit them up so they can play and they accept or decline and then we never get invites to go play with other people that much. We've gotten invites to play with Vicstar, we've gotten invites to go play with Chill Chaos and that's fine and those guys are like 10 out of 10 the best but it's kind of weird that like almost every, I feel like everybody just sits around and waits for an invite from somebody and I'm like That is just a weird concept to me because I'm very prompt. I like to bring things to the forefront. I like to knock things out. If something's on my list, I go and do it. I don't have time to mess around on a daily basis. My day is jam-packed from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed and then repeat, there's never a dull moment. I'm always doing something. There's no stop. There's always go. I know nothing besides going 110% and, and 110 miles an hour. So I that, that just blows my mind for some of the content creators that we reach out to, uh, that they just don't get back to people, that they, you know, um, don't show up on time, that they um, just, you know, sometimes just, I don't know, it's just weird. And they come, I, I don't get it. I don't get it because I've been a content creator for 10 years and I'm very humbled and... And I'm very appreciative of everything I have. And I want things to be good for everyone involved. And sometimes it's just weird. It's just a weird thing. But I do appreciate getting to know all these people from Among Us and getting to play with these new people that I would never play with in my entire life. Like the other day, we played with James Charles. What In what world would you ever think that some southern hick would ever play with james charles for what game like i couldn't think of a game if you said hey d4 you're gonna play a game in the future and it's gonna be with james charles and y'all are gonna have uh you're gonna be teammates together against everybody else think of a concept (laughs) that is not even close like that doing this on among us would not even be close like i wouldn't even think of like a push up push the button or a my night type of thing. I, I don't know where the hell in my brain I would pluck that out of because that would not be it. I would do something. I would just throw a random guess on the wall, like a grand theft auto and say, hopefully this is it. Right. But that's just weird that we played with James Charles the other day and we played with so many cool people. Like some of the coolest people that I played with was, uh, like Lannan, AKA laser beam. If you don't know him, um, He's just he is me eight years ago, just bouncing off the walls, saying the craziest shit, having the most creative mind that I think I've come across. Like the things that he thinks of and how much energy he has and and understanding of the whole platform. He's he's 10 out of 10, like one of the most entertaining people I've been around and and people that have surprised me a lot uh like mystic mystic is a more of a pokemon go type of guy really witty a lot of energy like if you're playing with him you you have to go to his level just to play with him because his energy is really high and i feel like i'm a high energy guy but some of these guys are out you know energized past where i'm at like it's crazy so um I really enjoy playing with hyper people. I really enjoy playing with people that like to get things done quickly, smoothly, and have a lot of fun. And some of, the, some of those lobbies have been my favorite lobbies to go into and play. And, of course, having my friends there, the more crew members we can have, the, you know, the easier it's going to be for me and less awkward for me it's going to be when we have to run into somebody and not to have a conversation with them. Because if you know me, I'm going to yell at somebody. Somebody's going to get yelled at. I'm going to throw blame on somebody, and how they respond to that is what I don't know. Are they going to fight back? Or are they going to lay over and die? Are they going to hate me forever because it's a video game, and they don't understand that, that I'm there for entertainment purposes? I, I don't know. So, I get a lot of that where it's not necessarily anxiety, but I definitely feel it, Um <laughs> Where people are, uh, I'm like, D- will this person ever come back and play with us? Or what's up? And I, and I always want people to have the, um, the best time. I want people to, you know, get along with each other. I want people to uh, reach out and want to connect with each other. So I feel like I brought Vuxy and my friend Poof uh, together. And both of them hit it off really well. And they play with each other outside of Among Us and play different stuff together. Which is really cool. And then I see like Mystic... And all those guys uh interacting with other people on Twitter, and I even saw uh the other day I saw Joel and Kiwo talking to each other, which I never thought was a thing um because they played among us together, and Joel ended up killing Kiwo, and there was a really good clip out of it, but they end up you know having a good conversation on Twitter about it, so it's really cool that you bring these people together and then they start having their own friendships and and all that stuff together and um it's just cool it's just cool it's um it brings me back to the very beginning, like, you know, the 2012, 2013, where you have a group of people, and y'all start hitting it off, and y'all start talking and making all these inside jokes together, and it just kind of snowballs into what we have today. But, um, but yeah, it's really cool. Um, another thing I kind of wanted to bring up was that I had to deal with the whole Among Us thing is, is chat. My chat is a very, very wholesome type of group. We have some fun. And it's taken me 10 years to get where we're at today. And I know a lot of you don't understand they're listening to this that haven't really come to my streams in the past hmm, year and a half. Uh, I would say it's probably been close to where it it is now. Um, And it gets better every day, of course. But um, it's just a very welcoming community. um, And we have real conversations over there a lot. And then... We have a lot of people every once in a while that will come in and try to say something negative towards one of my friends, like a speedy, a sidearms, or whoever. And then you have those people that just are clueless, and they don't know. They say the weirdest stuff, and it just doesn't fit with my chat. They'll start saying stuff that's off the wall that has nothing to do with anything, and those people get bought from time to time. But for the most part, people that come into my chat end up staying a lot. And we've, we've gained a lot of cool, cool people over the last, I'd say, eight months that are new from COVID and Among Us have come in. Um, and it's really neat. What's really cool, which I think I would love to see the numbers, and I don't know if I can see the numbers because I don't know if this uh, information is out there. I would love to see the percentage of male to female ratio on my channel. I have a lot of females in my stream, a lot, which is good, which is really good. But, yeah, I I just think that um, the whole community that we have there right now with uh, the male and female breakdown, and trust me, we've had some nightmares come in. Um, if you guys don't know, uh, Discord basically has the shittiest partner program you've ever seen in your life. Um, There was a lot of content creators that got contacted to be partners on Discord and basically to kind of get them. And it was a no-brainer. Like We were trying to uh, raise awareness about Discord because TeamSpeak was the the next best thing that we had. Uh, Skype had a lot of uh, security issues. We went to TeamSpeak. It was a lot better, but it was just janky and not really up to date discord was pretty and everything looked great and everything went well um and so we had that and we kind of got all partnered through it okay and there was no requirements and then you know years down the road they're like hey by the way we're taking your partnership uh we didn't really tell you what the ramifications were going to be and what we needed But we're taking your partnership. We're so sorry. Bye-bye. All right. So what happened was there's two types of people there, okay? So I'm going to get back around to where I was going with this. But there's two types of people. There's people that have a paid Discord where you are a sub on Twitch and you can get access to the Discord through Twitch. And then there's a non-paid; it's free. You can, anybody can jump in and out, whether you're a sub or not a sub. You just get your your name might be a different color on some people's Discord for people that are are um, subs and people that are not subs, right? So that's a thing. So um, I had mine open, of course. I had mine open, and we had uh, three thousand plus people in there. And people would come, people would go, people would forget about the Discord. And then come back to the Discord. And to be honest, there wasn't a ton of people that were active. I would say about 400 active users out of 3,000. You know, you're not going to get everybody that's active, but most people, you know, 400 people is a lot of damn people, right? So we had a lot of people that were active in the Discord. And um, I get an email and I'm like, you lost your partnership. I'm like, okay, so why did I lose my partnership? There's literally 400 people. They're active in my community. They were like, well, we looked at the numbers. The amount of people that you have in your Discord and the percentage of people that actually talk in your Discord is uh, not where we want it to be. They didn't give me a number. They just said it's not where we want it to be, so we took your um, partnership. And if you want to, you can reapply. And if you want to reapply, then um, you can—you got to beat these ramifications, and then you can get in. Now, the ramifications on Discord are a little nuts. Um, But when that happened, I felt slapped in the face before we get into the ramifications of what you had to do. um, I I felt slapped in the face because in my chat, we've had a lot of people come and go, but we've always, as my mods and myself, we've always tried to welcome everybody and then also deal with real-life problems. I felt like... There were people that were going through depression. I felt like there were people that had, you know, um, problems with their boyfriend and girlfriends. People that had friendship problems. People that were trying to find friends. I felt like there were people that just wanted someone to talk to, you know, um, just a lot of stuff that you know normal everyday people go through. And we were there for them. I had roles for everybody in in my mod uh, team. Uh, that would go out and and touch base with people. There was there was a lot of toxicity at some points in the Discord that we had to address, and that was like a twenty four seven thing that we always had to. This person doesn't get along with this person. This person said this. This person, and we got to make sure that you know it's a safe place for everybody. So we dealt with all these things, and I had people, a lot of my mods that wouldn't show up in chat, but they were mods. Uh, and they would take care of people behind the scenes. They would go talk to people they just wanted someone to talk with or wanted to play a game with somebody, and I would do the same thing. I would go talk to people. I would go play games with people off stream and all that, and it was great. But then when they took away the partnership, I just felt slapped in the face. Like I was doing a lot of extra work for them and extra stuff that it was just a lot. There, it, it had It would come to a breaking point where my mods were being overworked for no pay and I was being overworked. Um, to keep this whole community going, and to be like slapped in the face by Discord, and so I just felt I, I know if it, it sounds bad that I I didn't necessarily quit on those people because they could still reach out to me and, and DM me on Discord. My DMs are always open on Discord, by the way, if you ever want to reach out one time. Um, but I felt like we were doing a lot of work in they weren't getting any recognition, you know? So I felt like everybody was. So I, once they took my partnership, I turned my Discord into a paid-only wall to get in Discord. And it cut back on everything tremendously. Um, We stopped having problems in the Discord. Uh, We started uh, having, you know, a lot of people that didn't have to do so much work anymore. Things could go back kind of to normal. Then COVID hit. And so um, that also, you know, everybody just went to a standstill. Everybody had other priorities than to worry about my Discord and, and everything going on in my Discord. So um, I say all that because I felt like at sometimes in my chat, at times over the last 10 years, that my ch- guys have used my chat to try to. Uh, like a dating site. I don't want to say pick up women because that's kind of weird. And for me, it's weird because you don't know how old these girls are and or guys. And my chat is definitely not a place to pick up people, and nor is my Discord. And we had to deal with that crap too. So, And I'm trying to be open as I can with you guys about all this just because I want you guys to understand this what comes with the territory when everybody wants to be quote-unquote, internet famous. And I'm not saying I'm internet famous. I'm just saying these are things I've dealt with uh, on the path of what many would consider internet fame. But anyways, so um, that all happened. And uh, I felt like once we weeded all that out and took care of all that stuff, everything died down, and my community... Uh, became a lot stronger. We could focus on the people that were always there. We could focus on the people that wanted to be a part of it. And the people that kept coming back to chat, they all kind of gained, you know, friends with this person, this person, this person, and then ended up, you know, making their own groups and their own discords. And that's great. Cause I, I mean, with a growing community, it's going to happen. Not everybody stays under your bubble the whole time. People grow, people branch out. It's like you at home. Once you turn 18, 19, 20, and you start to get an education or a job or you figure out things on your own. You start getting, you know, someone that you want to be your spouse. Then you start to branch out. And that's the same thing that happens in communities, too. So you have to, like, you. there's growing pains. There's uh, when people come and people go. Um, it hurts sometimes when people leave you. And you start to think, hey, where's this person been? I haven't seen this person in a long time. And they haven't come back. And, uh You know, there's, there's like that also like anxiety feeling a little bit where I've had people that when we had open discord that I talked to and they were gone through depression and, uh, some that just don't reach out anymore. And that's, could be a good sign. It could be a bad sign. And then there's people where I've tried to go above and beyond and reach out to them and say, Hey, how are you doing? And I haven't seen any activity on their Twitter. I haven't seen any activity on discord. I haven't seen any activity anywhere. I don't know if they're just going off the grid or something happened to them, and that's really tough on being on the internet too. That you get that, um, you get that anxiety sometimes. You think something bad might happen to some people, so that's tough as well. Um, we just, you know, we try to be the closest community that we can, and I feel responsible for the people that are in my uh, chat. I'll say that. Like, I feel like it as a Twitch streamer. I am supposed to be a guardian and try to keep people as safe as I possibly can. And to a certain extent, you know? Like, there's a lot of people um, that basically would come in and would say something really negative towards a female, and we would get them out, and then that kind of protected them from being harassed and... And all that stuff, and anybody that told me that they were being harassed, and and you know, and whispers and things like that, I would take care of. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to just to be a you know a safe haven for people to come and relax after work or whatever you're going through. Uh, you can come in and do that. When we joke, we have a good time, but the line was being crossed a few times that we had to take care of. And it. it's never going to stop. We're always going to have people that cross that line. But I feel like there's so many people. on the same page now that it's just it's another level it's a total another level where we don't have that anymore where i'm really worried about what you know so and so is going to say this you know this person that's been you know subscribed to me for a long time and i feel like when people feel comfortable they come back and i feel that women are a great great uh you know you know um i don't know how to say this uh a great measurement to see if you have a good community and everything body feels safe because i feel like women have a good instinct on things like that and i feel like our our uh female population is huge in my stream and which makes me feel good because i feel like if there can be a good mix of guys that are respectable a good mix of girls then it's all good it's everything is is great um we're all respectable of everybody's lifestyles and everything that everybody's going through and understand that That these are real people, these are not just, you know, internet uh, people that don't really exist and they're just typing up fake things and they're all robots, that we actually have real feelings and we're going through real life just like everyone else, that no one is better than each other and that we're literally just kind of going through this thing the best way we know how. So, I don't know, man. I I get in my feels about all that um, because I care. I care about my chat, I care about the stream i want the stream to do well um and you you know i i think about it 24 7 and want to like what's something that i could do to you know increase things and make things go better but at the same time i kind of want to keep everything in a bubble i know it sounds like i'm like whispering to you guys right now but don't tell anybody but i kind of want to keep everybody in a bubble i want the 300 you know or less people to stay in my stream that are there in a nightly basis i don't I don't know if I want to get you know, to the level where I have 10,000 people in my stream because then I don't have these very close connections. Like I, I go and I watch streams when I'm working and editing and things like that. And I'll go to these big streams and I see the way... And it's not the streamer's fault a lot of the times, but it just baffles me because you get these people that give so much support to these people and that's great but they get like almost nothing in return and that just it bugs me down deep that they get no recognition they get their name on the screen and that's it and i know it's hard and i know there's an opposite side of that i know if you're the streamer you can't say hi to every single person but it's something i've kind of become accustomed to that i try to at least connect with every person we try to build a relationship if you're there you know, uh, consecutive days, consecutive weeks, consecutive months, consecutive years, where we get to know each other a little bit, and I can relate to you. Um, And I will say that may be also a huge key, and I don't know, that may be also a huge key on why my stream has so much support. If If I stood here and told you that I get thousands of dollars in donations as far as cash donations i would be lying to you i probably get the least amount of cash donations in the crew or bottom two as far as cash donations go as far as gifted subs go i'm probably number one and i think that people want to give want to give um subs to people because they want people to be part of my community or our community, I should say, um, and that's a cool feeling. And that's a that's a really cool feeling that a lot of people give out subs because they want people to c- continue to come back and to have a place that they feel safe. And it's it's a weird thing, man. I'm telling you, if you haven't been by my stream, you definitely got to. Sorry, I'm itching my nose, but if you haven't done it, you definitely got to come by and just check it out. I know it sounds like a big old promo for me, but it's just just things that I'm thinking on top of top of my head. Um we'll switch gears a little bit and talk about the podcast. So when I think about the podcast, you know, when we first had the podcast, um, it was supposed to be D29 just talking about everyday stuff. And then we wanted to bring on guests and, uh, we, we kind of wanted to have a new guest every time, but that anxiety kicked in or I didn't want to Bring on, you know, a brand new person every single time. I wanted to rehash and go back and talk to people, kind of like we did with Cruz, and I get an update. Um, but I also wanted to bring in new people every once in a while. I wanted to have the crew members on from time to time, and sometimes have group discussions and things like that. And it's been good. It's it's been good. It's this podcast is everything that I wanted. Um, I one thing uh, is we've changed the format a little bit. From time to time like now I'm not playing any games with myself here uh we played games from time to time with people and ask them like hey if you had to pick three things to go on a desert island with like we, we've asked that stuff um but I like just talking to people I like talking to people I like to pick their brains on how they were brought up I like to pick their brains on what they're doing now what's successful for them uh things like that just because it's in the gaming world it's in my you know my niche uh that's really cool uh, to figure out. And then, and then sometimes the first time I talk to people is on this podcast. So getting to know people all together is, is kind of cool too and get to sit down and talk to them. So I don't know, man. I um, I like it. I like where the podcast is going. And uh, I definitely want it to continue. Um, I want it to be something that you guys look forward to. And if y'all ever have any suggestions, let me know. What I don't – I heard this, um, and you get jealous a little bit because uh, you feel like – Man, I could do that. But you get jealous on things like Joe Rogan that has a podcast that has over like 1 billion downloads. Sorry, I'm taking a drink real quick. My throat's getting dry. But um, he has a billion downloads and he has all these cool people that come in and he has these great conversations with them and he gets these big deals and he makes over $50 million a year. And you're just like, what the hell? How does that even happen? Like I don't even know how to start. And then you see other content creators doing these podcasts and they have these sponsors and stuff and I'm like, are y'all doing this for like Tampax or something? Like are y'all just getting products like how, what are they paying you guys to do these things? I it's just it's just weird world out there where people there's always a podcast for something. There's always Everybody's a streamer, everybody's a youtuber, and I feel that because I feel like everyone around me is doing the same thing that i'm that I'm doing and it's just it's overwhelming to see some of this sometimes to see like I'm just a small rock in a huge fishbowl uh of in the ocean kind of thing like it's just it's overwhelming sometimes to get in these situations where you just have so many people to keep up with. Like before, I knew everyone in the space. I knew everyone that had uh, been a YouTuber that became a Twitch streamer. And the Twitch streamers, there wasn't that many. There was like ten that you had to keep up with because those are the ones that were not really having like crazy success, but that was their thing. Like they they streamed instead of YouTubing. And they were kind of jealous of us. And then we all stopped YouTubing and became streamers. And now we're all jealous of them and what they do. But at the same time, I'm not jealous a lot of times because of how the interaction with their community is. And and I mean, I don't know everything. And how they have, you know, all these set things they have to do and prepare for. And it's, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. So... I do appreciate it though Um, I see what what people are doing And one thing that I hate I know this sounds dumb And I've tried to give uh, The best advice that I could I try to be as honest as I could Is I hate when other Twitch streamers And I hate when other YouTubers Try to give cookie cutter advice Like Where they say Yo keep on grinding Man, and you're going to be like summit one day. And I've taught, we've talked about this from time to time on this this podcast about what's the best methods of becoming a successful streamer or or YouTuber. And nobody has the right answer. But I feel like if someone can give you more direct answers than these cookie cutter answers, like grind, man, keep a good attitude, and cut out everybody in your life that's not 110% behind you. I think you need some people sometimes that are not negative but question you. You, know, you want that person that goes, eh, are you doing the best you can do? Then you, you have that motivation like, I'm going to prove this person wrong, okay? But just to say, yeah, man, just grind and you can do whatever you want. But set realistic like goals. Like, whatever you want, really? Like, wh- whatever I want, really, right now? So, what about I want to drive Elon Musk's car in three seconds? Oh, it didn't happen. I didn't. I didn't get to set my... Because I grinded. I was grinding for those three seconds, and I'm pretty sure I'm not driving his car right now. So, that's not whatever you want. you got to set realistic Goals. You know, getting the first 10 followers, whatever it might be. So, I don't know. I hate when people say, yeah, man, just grind, bro. Just grind. And, and, and streaming for eight hours a day, and I've said this a thousand times, is not the answer. And I see so many of, peop- of the people, even in my chat, that want to be streamers. And they go, Deluxe, what's the thing you should do? And I go, don't stream all the time. Twitch has the worst algorithm there ever was. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, You know, like, and and now this sounds stupid, and I said it a hundred times, I'll say it one more time. Do this as a hobby and be thankful if it turns into a career. That's it. That's all all the grinding emotion that you need to have is that you need to make sure that you're having this as a hobby and you're having fun with it and you're doing the little things it takes to grow on a platform, get to know people, communicate with others. Uh, like I was saying with among us, I'm out there sending messages all days and DMS and hitting people up and I get rejected way more than I get accepted. But when you get a group of 10 people together and they've all got some motivation And you guys are gonna have a good time. You can just feel it in the air. It's it's a great it's a great feeling. So, you know, get the people that are around your size, and you know, do whatever you can. Um, but know that there's a there's a top. I don't even call it a one percent because at this point, I don't know how many Twitch channels there are. But there's what forty five thousand partners now. When I was partnered there might have been a thousand. Now there's 45,000 partners. Um just think of that number alone. If you're the top 1% in the partners, to get partner is super hard. I got super lucky that I got grandfathered in basically to be a partner. I don't know if I even hit the metrics to be a partner now. Maybe. Probably. Surely. But I don't know. Um, but there's like 5.8 million unique streams per month. And there's 45,000 partners. 45,000 partners and the top 1%, if you want to call it that, less than 1%. I'm talking your Tim the Tatmans. I'm talking your mains, your people like that. <clears throat> Those are the people that make this a lifetime career that have enough money where they can retire. Right? If you're sitting in the top half of that forty five thousand, I don't think even the top half of the forty five thousand could call this a career. I would love to see the amount of partners that are streaming more than once a week. Partners that are streaming once more than once a week. I don't know. I don't think it's very high. Um I mean, and I say very high. is not a good number, right? I'm thinking 70, 80%. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to see all this stuff. Um, But I think the numbers run down. Um, If you take every stream, and I get it, not every stream uh, created account on Twitch are wanting to be streamers. But I think if you added them all up and people have multiple accounts and all that stuff, I think there's it's a 0.007% of all streamers that are actually partnered. Let me say that one more time. 0.007% of all streamers that are partnered. 45,000 is the number... Of people that are partnered. And that's 0.007 of accounts. Which is crazy. Um, That tells you right there. How low the numbers are. To become a streamer. Full time. Because most of those partners. The 0.007%. Aren't making enough. To be full time. And if you live in a high. Um, in the area where it costs a lot, like California, then (laughs) you need to be a pokey You need to be a Tim the Tap man uh, to even, I'm not saying get by, I'm saying be comfortable so you can retire and live in California your entire life. I would never move to California. Speedy's done a good job of it. What Speedy did is he saved a lot of money and he did it and he's fine because he did that but he didn't move out there for the chance of blowing up he already had his youtube channel that was already blown up he already had 6 million people on youtube watching you know that were subscribed to him and then he moved out there that's kind of that's kind of the the mindset you need to have if you and i said this on stream the other day and i'll say it again if we're talking money and that's another thing that I kind of wanted to bring up too that kind of rolls into this, but if you're talking money, let's say that I have a thousand dollars, okay let's take all your let's take out taxes, which we're gonna talk about in a minute. We're taking out all living expenses, I'm talking your shelter food, car insurance, blah blah blah. You take out all that and then you got a little bit of change left for you to buy you something. For fun, like, you know, buy you an extra mic, buy you a new PC, buy you a, a monitor. That, you need to have, if you, if you, if it costs $100 for a mic, you need to have $1,000 in the bank, because you're thinking of all these other things that could go wrong. You could get put in the hospital, you could have a things a lot of things going on, but use the 10% rule. Only spend 10% of what you have in the bank at the time, um to buy something. So if you want to buy a car, you better have quite a bit of money. I'm not saying you can't buy a car. I'm saying if you want to buy the whole car and pay for it. All right. Um, 10% rule. 10% rule. And here is my biggest thing. is um, As being a YouTuber and a streamer and all this stuff, taxes scare the shit out of me. God, they scare the shit out of me. Like there's... I try not to spend like i don't want to say any money because i spend money but i don't spend spend money you know what i'm saying you'll never catch me on twitter talking about a rolex or a rolls royce or a new car i've had the same car for eight years (laughs) i'm not i don't give a shit about cars you won't catch me in a very fancy car ever no matter what it's just not how my brain is programmed You won't see me buying a new watch, a new outfit, some $500 shoes. You'll never see me do that. Just because I'm afraid that I'm not going to have enough money when I get older or in the near future if something catastrophic were to happen. Because tomorrow, let's say DMCA comes by and they're like, you know what? You know what we're going to do? Um... We're going to shut down your channel. That one time you played a D1 um, song, he actually has that copyrighted. Uh, we didn't ask him, nor did we ask you. We don't give a damn. We're going to shut down your channel, and we're going to sue you. So you may win the lawsuit, but in the meantime, your channel shut down. You make no revenue whatsoever. And that's all it takes. DMCA to come by one time and to fuck you up. Um, the first wave of DMCA's, by the way, that came through, <laughs> I deleted everything so quickly i knew that i possibly had uh, music on there that was not good uh, i already had my channel set up for to delete VODs after a certain period of time anyways and i still do but i keep them up there enough where i can download them and make them into youtube videos and stuff like that so that's not horrible um but dmca is nothing to mess with either it, like some of these top guys that haven't deleted their clips and things like that, dude. They're they're just messing with fire there. So, I would delete anything and try to be by the book. And that's tough too, man. Like, you take a guy like um, Danny Duncan that's on YouTube, and he 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 makes all of his money from merch, but he puts all that DMCA type of music up there on his on his YouTube videos, and he doesn't take any revenue really because he just uses the music that he wants, and he lets them have it all. He says, "Screw it." Um, a lot of these Twitch channels, they kind of have that same mindset, but they don't realize that the MCA strike can take their whole channel out, and they don't have that merch to back them up because what they're using is the donations from the stream, the bits, and the subs revenue. They're not taking you know that into consideration where Danny Duncan's going to be fine. He's going to be selling Virginia Rock shirts whether he puts up a video this month or next month, it ain't going to matter. And, you know, I think DMCA has also been, you know, not as heavy on YouTube lately, but definitely hitting more of the Twitch streamers because it's kind of run rampant there and people use it all the time. Like I've seen some of my friends that are really, really big play whatever the fuck music that they want to during the whole stream. And I'm like, damn son, you, you got me effed up. So, I don't know, man. We'll see how this all plays out with the MCA. I hope it doesn't take out anybody big, but we'll see. Um, I hope that um, and we talked about this on my stream the other day, too, a little bit. I, I still and I've talked about it here, too. I still feel like we're in a good spot as the crew. I feel like we're in a good spot as far as the backing that we have. Um... You always would like more support, but with more support comes more problems. You got to deal with a lot more stuff. So, if my stream stayed the same size it is from here on out, I would be ecstatic. I would be fist pumping every day, sun shining, the birds are chirping. Life is good, right? I would be just elated. Um, I, w- I would love to tell you that I'm satisfied with my YouTube channel. I'm not. I don't like how the channel has went up and down and up and down and up and down. <clears throat> I kind of wish that I could get to a point where everything that I did on that channel um, was successful, like where the almost the algorithm would kick back in. I've seen this a lot on TikTok where I haven't I, did, I wouldn't post or I would be shadow banned and then I would post and nothing would happen, and then I'd post again, and it was almost like they I broke free, and then that video would get over 100,000 views, and then I'd post the next one, and it'd get over 100,000 views, and I was good to go, and then they would fucking shadow ban me again for no reason, and then the next two videos wouldn't get nothing. Like, I wish YouTube was at least like that a little bit. I wish YouTube wasn't fucked up in the algorithm where they wouldn't suggest my videos to anybody, and they would start suggesting it to people... Um, no matter what. Um, but yeah, it doesn't. I get only the people that have subscribed to me that get to watch the videos because it doesn't suggest, suggest it to anybody else. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. And uh, sorry if you're listening to this and you keep hearing me clear my throat. My throat's getting raspy. I haven't talked this much on a, a podcast, that's for sure, in a long time. My boy D20 is usually here to back me up a little bit. But uh, But yeah, like I... I'm in a happy place. I love where the Twitch is going. I feel like I've been posting a lot more YouTube videos because of Among Us. I don't know if it will continue after Among Us dies down or if it ever ever dies down, then no. But uh, I do like where it's going. I... I enjoy the comments. The comments, I read every single one of them. I read all of them on Speedy's videos. I read them all on Sidearms' videos. I read everything. I'm very involved with my community. I read all my DMs. I read all my Discord messages. I read pretty much everything and everything. I try to be as involved as I can. And I don't understand how some of these uh, content creators could be so disconnected from um, everything around them. They're only you know stuck in their own world. And I've, I've been there so uh from being there to not being there i get it i totally get it um but i can't wait to see some of these people wake up a little bit um and i've seen people quit like people aren't fighting for their channels i think like we are and the crew i think a lot of people get to a place where they start going downhill and they just let go of the rope they let the rope go and they never go back where we have let the rope slip a little bit, but we're holding on and we're we're starting to pull back and we're starting to get that tug of war line going back in our direction. And I feel like that's where we're at. And I think that um I think everybody's trying to do their part on all that. You know, there's some people that don't like some of the games that we play and there's some people that don't like um, you know, the content that we put out now, but that's that's just part of it. People change, people get older, you you know what you like and what you don't like changes too and that's that's a hard reality that we've all had to kind of look at as a crew like people grow up um the thing that would always kill us though is when we get in a cod lobby and you, you you hear these people like i haven't heard your name in so many years what happened to y'all bitch what happened to you like where did you go like we never changed we never left you're the one that never came back so it's not what happened to us what happened to you Like, we didn't go anywhere. So that's a funny comment, too. Uh, On TikTok, a lot of people find me and have started to come back and come to the Twitch streams. Like, dude, I've never watched Twitch in my life, but saw you on TikTok or uh, used to watch your videos on YouTube. And that's just super cool that y'all are still around and and doing stuff and funnier than ever. Uh, And that's nice and, and fun, too. So you get, like, all different shades of this thing, too, which is pretty unique and pretty cool. Um, before I go, I do want to say one more time that I, we, not just I, I appreciate everybody that has stepped up during this COVID time and supported the crew. You've really made this a lot easier on us. And hopefully we made it a little bit easier on you. Um, let us know, uh, what you want to see with the podcast and all that stuff. Um, I do have some merch out if y'all want to check that out. I've had a lot of people lately go in and buy some T-shirts because it's woody season. It's so woody, sweatshirt, hoodie season. Um, if you want to buy either one of those, I do have my teespring.com slash deluxe-18, I think it is. I don't know why that number is. It is what it is, but it is. Um, you can go check it out or go to a YouTube video, and it should be right below the YouTube video. You can go to my Teespring from there. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, that's all I got. We'll We'll definitely be putting up more podcasts. I'll probably make D20 do one by himself as well to catch you guys up on him. Um, And then uh, we'll start rolling in some new guests that we started to get in contact with from Among Us and all that stuff. So you ought to see some really cool names coming up here in the future. And maybe some old names too. Who knows? We may change the whole thing. We may change the name of the GFY podcast. No, we never do that. But um, we may change some things. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful afternoon day uh whatever you're doing right now thank you for listening uh can you know stay grinding guys no i'm just kidding don't stay grinding just you know make sure you take every day step by step and hug the ones you love call or text someone that you haven't talked to in a while and just tell them you're thinking about them uh it's crazy times right now with this COVID stuff and depression is a real thing it's not a fake thing that's for dang sure and uh we appreciate your support Uh, Don't forget about us. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Guys, have a good night. Good day. And good morning. And don't forget, go fuck yourself. All right. Bye, guys.